to the Simply Be You podcast, where we nourish all things mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual. It's Emily and Jasmine. Today, we're talking about goals. Some of you might be excited about goals and new beginnings. Others of you might be like, oh, I'm so sick of goals. And I'm overwhelmed by setting goals and I don't know what to pick. So no matter where you are on the spectrum, we're just going to talk about it for a minute. Um, Jazz, yeah. do you like goals? Yeah. Okay. So I've ha- I have a love-hate relationship with the word goals. I used to think that goals were something that you had to attain. It was an all or nothing. There wasn't a spectrum. There wasn't a beginning, a middle, and an end. It was just like, you have to do this big thing, like a marathon. Like you have to do it. You know, and I didn't like break it down. I wasn't like, okay, there's like a, you know, an hour goal, a daily goal, a weekly goal, a monthly goal, or even like, instead of using the word goal, like maybe it's an affirmation of accomplishment. Like I can brush my teeth every day, (laughs) like just something simple that I want to get better at or accomplish. I've even thought, you know, sometimes I'm in a, like a mood to set a lot of goals and I'm like so excited to become better. And then other times I'm overwhelmed by it. And so it changes for me how I look at goals and, and how I set them. Lately, I've really liked picking one word to work on for the whole year and just noticing most of the time after the fact how I could have shown up better with this word in mind. Um, But it's kind of a fun way to just set a goal without it feeling overwhelming. So for those of you that might not like goals, this might be a fun way to just choose a word and just let it sit with you for the rest of the year and just see how it shows up in your life. I love that idea. Last year I had a word and the word was passionate And I think passionate, there's an umbrella of reasons why I liked that word. I wanted to be more passionate at work, in my job, and more engaged with my client and understand their needs and be more passionate about how to beautify them their very best. I wanted to be more passionate as a wife or a mother or a friend. What I learned with the word passionate just in this last year was that passionate has a a bunch of like subtitles underneath it, right? So I basically broke it down every month. And then, you know, to get to the nitty gritty, like even in weeks and days and moments, hours, like how would I be more passionate about giving or receiving or, you know, the ebb and flow of take, give, take. Yeah. I understand it a lot better now. That's really, really cool. The word I've been working with this year is the word uh, brave. And it's just amazing how there's so many times in the past that I'm not brave. And so that's been a really hard word for me to work on, but just use my voice in a situation where I might have remained more silent or working through fear and discomfort. I've noticed throughout this year with working with the word brave how it keeps me safe, how there's a lot of times I I choose the safety and the comfort over being brave. And so this word has stretched 
me a lot this year. And it's been interesting. Um, so for those of you that do not like to set goals, I'm just curious why that might be. Maybe it is. You just want to stay safe. And is that okay? I think yes. Absolutely. Sometimes yeah. it's okay to be safe and to know when it's time to push into something more uncomfortable to stretch you or to progress in some way. You'll know. Your heart will know when it's time. Absolutely. I believe so much. So now that I've been on a journey of like self-discovery and understanding, I believe that goals aren't linear at all. And I think that a goal or an aspiration or a timeline, it's basically something that is a belief in yourself, a belief in yourself to accomplish something. I think a lot of times it it requires you to create a ritual of some kind or even to understand your spirituality, your identity in that form. Um, sometimes it requires you to understand your physicality or your mental well-being, your emotional health. And I feel like as long as you're working in one area of those, you know, catalogs, I feel like that's a goal. Yeah. In my opinion, right? Yeah. I've often found in my own experience, my brain likes to go to extremes. So I'm either going to be like so busy with all the goals and set a mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, in all the different subjects that I can just get better. And, and sometimes I'm like so motivated. And then other times I'm just not there. But I've noticed for me, if I break it down into these really small goals, um, so I've noticed for me, setting a timer works really well. Um, for me, I like 20 minutes. I heard somewhere along the way in my own life that 20 minutes a day over a lifetime makes you an expert. So I kind of, that has stuck with me and I just will set my timer and I'll meditate for 20 minutes and then I'll go do yoga for 20 minutes and then I take my dogs for a walk for 20 minutes and it's just helped me to develop these little small goals and habits of what I want my life to look like. I found that it's helpful for me to, instead of working at something for like two months and losing all this weight or something and then quitting the goal, I've, I found I like to set a goal that I can just continue working on for a lifetime. It's just my lifestyle now. 20 minutes seems attainable. And helps get me motivated and going. Yeah. I think you can do anything for 20 minutes, right? And a lot of times goals require us to lean into discomfort and to be more brave or be more passionate or be whatever it is that you want to acquire more of. And for me, what I've noticed too is just understanding that being present, the presence of understanding this moment, what you're leaning into that's really hard and vulnerable to do. So that in itself is achieving something, an achievement of a goal, leaning into something difficult or having discomfort. And when we, you know, keep those steps moving forward of leaning into that discomfort repeatedly over and over and over again in our life until it becomes our new normal, our new day-to-day, -day, 
that's, you know, a goal that's required of us or that we set a standard for. Yeah, I like the idea of just setting a goal that we continue working on and you just never stop. For me, that that feels really motivating. I know for, you know, others, it might feel daunting to think of not stopping, but for me, it's very motivating. So I think it's just finding these thoughts that help you find momentum um, and help you lean into being uncomfortable. What if we find ourselves in a misstep or a setback or a I'm tired or sick or just I don't want to? What then? Like, what do we do then? You know, I think that's when we lean into our own intuitive wisdom because sometimes it's really good to push through yeah. those feelings of being stuck and just showing up anyway, even though you don't want to. Yeah. But then other times you really are tired and it's your body's language telling you, hey, pay attention. I need to rest. I feel like our emotions show up physically a lot. Like in kids, it's a tantrum on the ground, right? In us, we're just like, dude, I'm tired. I'm just tired or I'm overly emotional or I'm just really hungry. I just want to eat junk food or whatever it might be. But sometimes for me, what I've noticed is, and I'm emotional, whenever I do podcasts, I just silently sit here and weep. It's hysterical. (laughs) I just cry. It's really beautiful to see how much Jasmine feels. I feel so intensely. And so ignore the sniffles. Also, that's Charlie licking his paw in the background. Which Charlie's my dog. Yeah, it's not me. (laughs) It's not me. Um, No, but what what I have found is instead of being really hard on myself and creating such a huge requirement to attain this lofty big goal... Um, I've gone months at a time where I have allowed myself to give myself a little bit more grace to sleep in 30 minutes longer or an hour longer throughout, you know, the winter, um, or to, you know, not set such high standards of something that I can't reach or that I know is maybe truly not attainable in this moment in my time of life. Like I have four kids, I'm busy. So giving myself grace and, and allowing myself, like, it's okay to sleep. You need sleep. And I was going to say, I've noticed when you are going through something hard, that might not be the time to set all these big and lofty goals. Yeah. Um, so pay attention to what's going on in your own life and, and where you want to spend your time and attention. But that's one of the reasons I love sitting in meditation because – our bodies are intuitively wise and they know what we need and just sitting and just kind of thinking like, what's the next right step for me? That's been really powerful. Um, I tend to be on the introverted side and I like to be alone. I love meditation and yoga and just being introspective and just learning how to connect my will to God's and So there's a part of me that just loves being alone. But then there's another part of me that um, loves to be with people. And I've noticed that my emotions um, teach me when to set a new goal. Um, So for instance, um, when I get sad or lonely or depressed, sometimes it's just that I've had too much alone time. 
and that now it's time to move into, you know, setting goals of connecting with other people and reaching out and serving and looking outside of myself. I do think it's important to take care of ourselves and notice what we need from moment to moment and set these goals. But then sometimes if I pay attention to my emotion, I know I've had enough alone time and it's time to like look outside of myself and help someone else. Oh, I, I feel that on every level. I love the ideal of 20 minutes because I can attain things in 20 minutes. If I need some alone time, 20 minutes, you know, every quarter of the day, 20 minutes alone, just to regroup, to compose myself, to gather my thoughts. Um, as a mother and a businesswoman and a wife and a housekeeper, I mean, you name it, I'm that. I'm cleaning up throw up and taking out dogs and cutting hair and all of it. Um, I think we can get really overwhelmed and feel like accomplishing something simple is almost unattainable. So a lot of times I have to remind myself where I came from. And I think of things as past, present, and future me. Past me would have thought this, that, or the other. Present me feels this way. Future me has this lofty goal of an aspiration or of a thought. And so what I like to do is remind myself that I can manifest whatever it is I want to be or how to be or think or feel or do. And that's a simple affirmation. So a lot of times if I'm like, I don't want to get out of bed or I don't want to do the dishes or I don't want to help with homework. I'm too tired. I don't want to. I have to give myself some affirmation to get me through it. Because at the end of the day, we are the best project we've ever worked on. Just us alone, ourselves. And if we can push through and create a goal within a moment, create a goal within an hour, create a goal within the day, the week, the month, by the end of the year, you'd be surprised at how lofty you really were. Yeah, it's amazing to me to notice how these small changes over time accumulate into something big. And so, you know, just I've even noticed down to like taking five minutes in each room to clean my house. My house can be pretty straightened up really quickly. Um, and, and then I'm only, you know, working for maybe an hour um, when I need to. And so maybe just like breaking it down into these small and simple steps, that's really helped me to learn how to show up. Um, even the goal of like cleaning out this drawer, I'm just going to clean out one drawer today. And then after a month, you've cleaned out 30 drawers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so I think that's really been key for me is to break things down into these small and simple steps because then I show up in a moment because I've made it so small for myself that it's easy to show up. Yeah. And it's also okay if you don't. It's also okay if you sleep. Yep. It's also okay if you and that's, eat the chocolate. That's one of the reasons I love um, paying attention to the seasons. Yeah. Um, I think the more we learn how to do that, I think God has given us this natural rhythm to pay attention to with the seasons and the moon cycles. Because in winter, nothing's growing. Everything is slowed down. Everything is um, tucking in, taking rest. It's darker. 
So if we just notice, you know, how we can show up in these seasons, you know, maybe like you said, sleep 30 minutes longer than you normally would because it's dark outside. Yeah. And, you know, I think the more I pay attention to honoring the seasons of life, the seasons of the year and the month, my body has more energy when it needs more energy. And it's just been really cool to see that connection. Oh, for sure. And that God's given it to us. Yes. Just, we just need to open our eyes and pay attention and then look for ways to honor these small and simple ways to just be consistent with our goals and show up being patient and yeah, making it more fun. Like I've even thought, you know, if you love what, what were you saying again, Jasmine about Oprah and something? Oh, she's so cool. She gives everything a star rating, like a one star rating or a five star rating or something. So in her book, Oh geez, I wish I could, I'll put it in the, in the show notes, but Um, I read a book recently and she was saying like she loves eating really decadent food. She would give that like a five-star rating and she loves reading a really good book, five-star rating for sure, but going to the gym, more like a one-star rating and she probably hates it would be the word. She hates it, but she does it because she knows it's good for her and she's still only even, she's never going to love it and that's okay. She'll still only give it a one-star rating, but she does it because she knows it's good for her. I thought about when Jasmine told me about this uh, book and this part of the book, I I thought, you know, how could we make the things we don't love, but we know that are good for us, how could we make them more fun? So like for Oprah, um, she doesn't like working out, but she loves to read. So maybe she could listen to a book while she walks or shows up at the gym. Um, You know, so like pay attention to those little things that you love Because I think if we could introduce those things that we love into the things that are hard for us, like it might be really powerful to help yourself show up. And, and I know for myself, um, you know, just like making, um, dishes more fun or cooking dinner more fun. I like to turn on the music and dance and, um, that's just made that mundane task more playful. Yes. And so there might be fun ways in which, you just notice what lights you up inside and just pay attention to those little things that that make you feel happy and then just add that to those goals that you might not find are as much fun. Yeah, I love that. That's brilliant. I think that's a, just a good advice for parents or grandparents or friends or, you know, if you have little kids in your life, that's just the goal with kids is to make it fun, Right. Mm-hmm. practice this thing, do this chore, do this homework, whatever it is. It's to keep their attention. You do have to make it more fun. Maybe getting creative and rewarding yourself. Right. For I'm showing basically up. five. I'm a five-year-old. <laughs> a giant five-year-old. So whether you love to set big goals or you're just working on, you know, getting out of bed in the morning or setting these really small habits, um, I don't think it really matters where you are. Um, Just this idea of slowing down and paying attention, using the wisdom inside of yourself and really just being intuitive and noticing what you need. I know for me, I really like to progress. And so if I slow down for too long, my body will remind me that it's time to get going and it's time to get pushing. 
And I just have noticed within my own practice, I know when that is. And then when I get pushing too hard and I feel overwhelmed and life feels like too much, I know when to slow down. And so I think it's just learning how to tune into when to set the big goals and when you need to push and when you need to rest and relax. I 100% agree. And I, I just want to add that no goal, whether big or small, has to be something that you attain in one year, right? January 1st to December 31st doesn't necessarily have, there's no deadline. Just know that whether you start in January or you start today, there's really no deadline. I love that. So be patient with yourself. It's okay to have big goals and big plans and dream big. That's amazing. And it's also okay to be where you are. Just basic needs met. Mm -hmm. So wherever you are, just be patient with yourself. Find a lot of grace. Just have fun getting to know yourself when you need to push and when you need to slow down. It's always good being with you guys. Have a great week. We appreciate you being part of the Simply Be You podcast. If you enjoy the podcast and find value, please leave us a rating. Thank you for sharing our hearts with the people you love. We are on the chair.